What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movie Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Here's a quick synopsis. 11-year-old Margaret and her family move from New York to New Jersey, where she's given an assignment by a new teacher to look into both of her family's religions, Christianity and Judaism. The film stars Abby Ryder Fortson, Rachel McAdams, Benny Safdie, Kathy Bates, Elle Graham, and Amari Alexis Price. Standout performances, Rachel McAdams, Adams exploded in 2004 in a way that very few others have. That year, she starred in both Mean Girls with Lindsay Lohan and The Notebook with Ryan Gosling, two movies that were hits and really hit the zeitgeist. She followed that up with a great year in 2005 with a trio of movies, Wedding Crashers with Owen Wilson, Red Eye with Killian Murphy, and the star-studded The Family Stone. These movies made McAdams a star, and what she's done with that stardom is interesting. She's been picky in which role she plays. There was a two-year run where she turned down big movies. Iron Man, Casino Royale, Mission Impossible 3, and The Devil Wears Prada. Here's what McAdams told Variety about turning down these films. Quote, I feel guilty for not capitalizing on the opportunity I was being given because I knew I was in such a lucky spot. There were definitely some anxious moments of wondering if I was just throwing it all away and why I was doing that. It's taking years to understand what I intuitively was doing. And what I find interesting about that is there was a point where Rachel McAdams was a much more mainstream actress. I mean, the choices that she's made in the last few years have not been mainstream. Yes, she's been in the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. And yes, she's been in Doctor Strange, but she's not like a franchise actress. She will do smaller movies like Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. And I think because she's in less mainstream movies, there's less talks about her. Like, I feel like she's become weirdly underrated at this point. She's not as popular as she once was. She's not in teen movies like Mean Girls and The Notebook anymore. She's an older actress, but she's still doing some of the best work in her career. And I think she is underrated. I never see her get mentioned in the best actresses that are working today. McAdams is certainly one of my favorites, particularly for a career-defining performance in Spotlight where she received her first Oscar nomination in Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. She plays Margaret's mother, Barbara. It's one of the funniest performances of her career. She really mastered the tone of the movie, what the film was going for, and was able to showcase her comedic abilities and do some great dramatic acting as well. This is exactly the kind of movie McAdams should star in. I mean, this in a good way. She's a very wholesome actress, and this is the wholesome kind of movie she should be starring in. The main star of Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret is Abby Ryder Fortson, who of course plays Margaret, who is a much more complex kid than in most movies, yet at the same time is simple and normal, and I really like the duality of the character. You can't help but walk away impressed by this performance. The best thing I can say about Fortson is that she felt like a real kid in this movie with real emotions. It was subtle, which most kids aren't. 
It wasn't over the top at all. 2023 has been a great year for actor Benny Safdie. The actor had a key role in Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer playing Edward Teller who favored making a hydrogen bomb instead of the atomic bomb. In Are You There God It's Me Margaret he plays Margaret's father Herb. I loved his chemistry with McAdams. They are a very believable couple. It's impressive how quickly Safdie has become one of the best character actors around and now seemingly every great director wants to work with him. Claire Denis, Christopher Nolan, Paul Thomas Anderson. I mean, he loses himself in every role. He is the definition of a character actor, and you can see that in his early performance in Good Time with Robert Pattinson. He's not only one of the best directors nowadays, he's one of the best character actors, and it has been reported, and he admitted he will not be directing the next movie directed by John Safty, His brother will be directing the movie alone, so we might be losing one of our great filmmakers, but we are gaining a great character actor. Oscar winner Kathy Bates plays the lovable grandmother in the film, and it's one of her best recent performances. She's been on a great run with 2018's On the Basis of Sex, 2019's Richard Jewell, where she was Oscar nominated, and now Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. I mean, we remember the performances in Titanic. We remember her Oscar winning performance but she is really crushing it lately. I've always admired somebody who can come in and do a great 25 to 30 minutes in a movie without being the lead. It's a very hard thing to do and nobody has done it better than Kathy Bates. She's never the lead of films. She's always a supporting character but yet she always ends up being one of the top five most interesting things in the movie she's in. What I admired most about Are You There God, it's me, Margaret, is how it walks the line between fun and entertaining and thought-provoking. It feels like an honest exploration into what a child goes through when religion is involved, and they didn't use it for cheap laughs or melodrama. The movie is super sincere, and that's something you don't always see. A lot of movies use these type of topics just to do melodrama or to be over the top or to have one scene that you're like oh this whole movie is based around this one scene no this movie is actually interested in what it's exploring when it comes to Margaret and religion and it's a really interesting topic that not a lot of movies explore especially movies about kids I mean you barely get a movie about an adult who has to pick between Catholicism and Judaism you never see that with adult movies so to see a kid have to explore that in a movie is super rare and this is of course an adaptation of the Judy Bloom book and there haven't been a lot of adaptations of Judy Bloom books turned into movies and I believe that the ones that there have been have not been super high quality and after watching the film I can understand why it took so long to adapt this book into a movie because it isn't sugarcoating the topic. I mean, I'm sure a studio looked at this and wanted to go full-on kids movie. They wanted to make it cuter, or they would rather make it super dramatic. I mean, there are points in the movie that are just enjoyable, and I hate to say this, but sometimes a movie being enjoyable just doesn't sell. Usually, people want movies to be super interesting, super plot-heavy, and this movie just isn't it. This movie is more about ideas 
happens than the plot and that's something a lot of people struggle with or at least the studio believes a lot of people struggle with I think people want more movies like Are You There God It's Me Margaret where it isn't super intense but it is thought provoking it is interesting and it is suspenseful in a way but even more than that the movie is super relatable there are hundreds and millions of people who deal with this same very issue of what religion they chose I mean I didn't have this issue growing up I had one religion and that's it but there are so many people that have to pick and the idea of picking is super interesting and how your parents affect that picking or how your grandparents affect what religion you choose because no matter what religion you choose the other one is going to be disappointed I also enjoyed how the movie didn't try to wrap everything up in a bow and I won't spoil the ending of the film but it doesn't have that ending where everyone's happy and everything is solved and the movie solved all of our issues the movie is a complicated one and it ends in a complicated way that's good for the character another way of putting it is the movie didn't come up with a contrived ending to please the audience box office one of the sad things about this movie is that it mostly went unnoticed it made only 21 million dollars at the box office it didn't help that the movie opened during the weeks long run of the Super Mario Brothers movie for me personally right now are you there God it's me Margaret is the most underrated film of 2023 it's a ton of fun it's an interesting complicated topic and it's super well acted and 10 years ago this movie would have fared way better at the box office instead sadly it feels like a movie that has come and gone I do think over the next few years people are going to watch this movie and it will be viewed as a hidden gem it's great that non-comic book movies are doing well at the box office I just wish we could get back to a point where smaller high quality films did well as well it feels like the only indie films that thrive at the box office nowadays are these ones with these super high concepts and that's not are you there god it's me margaret it's a well-acted movie with a ton of big names and that's something that i find interesting is that the big names didn't help sell the movie that rachel mcadams being in the movie didn't automatically make this movie a 50 million plus dollar film or the fact that Kathy Bates is in it because there was a day when just those two names alone would sell a movie and this is one of those movies that makes me think that the movie stars don't matter all that much when it comes to the box office and maybe you'll see what I'm saying and go well Rachel McAdams isn't the movie star she used to be if this was 2012 this movie would have been a bigger hit but does that have to do with the fact that it was Rachel McAdams or does that have to do with the fact that it was 2012 I don't know the answer to that but what was the last movie where the movie star sold the entire movie like a smaller film it's been a really long time weirdly I think we've come to a place where directors sell movies better than movie stars look at the two movies that are thriving at the box office Oppenheimer directed by Christopher Nolan and Barbie directed by Greta Gerwig those are two big names 
names. And in the case of Christopher Nolan, his history of box office success have made him a big name, and he has tons and tons of fans. Now, with Barbie, you can say some people are going for Greta Gerwig. You can say some people are going for Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. I think in the case of Christopher Nolan, it's all about Christopher Nolan, and that's insane because there are tons and tons of movie stars in Oppenheimer, but the biggest selling point is Christopher Nolan himself. It's not Killian Murphy, it's not Emily Blunt, it's not Matt Damon, and it's not even Robert Downey Jr. The biggest selling point for Oppenheimer is Christopher Nolan himself, and I think that's going to continue to be the future of movies. It's going to be about bigger movies, and it's going to be about big-time directors. Because it's no longer as simple as fill your movie with movie stars and you're going to make money. Two movies come to mind, Babylon and Amsterdam, two films that star Margot Robbie and a ton of other movie stars that didn't do very well at the box office. Now, maybe you could say those movies aren't very good. I really liked and loved both of those films a lot, but they didn't do well at the box office. I think the difference in Barbie is probably the quality, but I also think the difference is Greta Gerwig. She is a name director that a lot of people are interested in. She had Lady Bird. She had Little Women. She made two movies that a lot of people like. There is consistency there. I think that's what people want from movies nowadays. They want consistency, and that's why I think they're leaning towards directors more than movie stars, because Margot Robbie can be in a great movie, and then she can be in five bad ones in a row. I'm not saying she has been, but there's always that possibility. So I think people are smarter nowadays. They're leaning towards the director, because Christopher Nolan is somebody who hasn't made a bad movie, so they are banking on the fact that when they go see a Christopher Nolan movie, it's going to be something they enjoy. And to bring it back to Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, one has to wonder what relationship do younger people have with Rachel McAdams? It's been almost 20 years since those two films, The Notebook and Mean Girls, and those movies are watched over and over and over again, but does that mean Rachel McAdams is a celebrity in the eyes of teenagers? I just don't know. I mean, clearly, those teenagers are not seeking out every single Rachel McAdams movie. And the last point I'm going to make is, without Rachel McAdams, would this be a movie that only made $5 million? Like, what is the difference between having Rachel McAdams in your movie and not having Rachel McAdams in your movie? I'm really interested what a movie star does to sell the movie nowadays. I just don't know. Did Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, make $21 million based on reviews, based on star power, based on fans of the book? I don't have the answer, and it's impossible to know the reason why. But this movie, to me, is a clear example as to why streaming services should exist, because yes, it didn't have a great box office run, but people will rediscover this film on streaming services or rent not enough people are going to the movies to see every single good movie and they're going to miss one and this was one that clearly a lot of people have missed out on and when they find it they're going to find one of the best films of 2023 Oscar chances Rachel McAdams has been nominated for one Oscar one time in her career for her work in Spotlight I believe it would be criminal for her not getting a second nomination for this performance you are not going to watch five better supporting performances this year by an actress. It's one of the best performances and it deserves to be recognized and I believe Rachel McAdams is someone
somebody who is destined to have multiple Oscar nominations and eventually get an Oscar win. But at the end of the day, do I believe she's going to get an Oscar nomination for this movie? Probably not because this movie is too small. But then again, I don't understand what we're doing with the Oscars. I believe the point of the Oscars is to nominate performances like from a movie like this to get people to watch the movie. I don't think a movie that makes a billion dollars needs to have five acting nominations. Everybody already saw that movie. I think the point of the Oscars should be to sell movies that haven't been seen by a tons and tons of people. I get it. It's fun to nominate a performance from a movie that made a billion dollars, especially if it's a performance worth nominating. But I also think there should be room for performances like the one Rachel McAdams gives in Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Because if a movie like this isn't going to do well at the box office and then isn't going to get awards recognition, then guess what? Fewer and fewer movies like this are going to get made because that's what the people who make these movies want. They either want the box office success or the awards so that they can say they were a part of an award-winning film. If they get absolutely nothing from this movie, fewer of these kind of films are going to be made. So if you want more movies like Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, the Academy needs to nominate these kind of films or they're not going to be made or they're not going to be put into theaters and they're going to be put straight on a streaming service and that might be where we're headed anyway. I would also love for Fordson to be nominated for Best Leading Actress, but I don't see kids getting nominated anymore. Like, it's been a while since a kid actor was nominated for a performance. It's been a really long time. I think we're over that. We didn't nominate the kid from Jojo Rabbit. We didn't nominate the kid from Come On, Come On. I think the Academy is kind of over the idea of nominating a kid for an Oscar. At least it feels that way. Maybe one of these performances will get nominated. I don't see it being Fordson from Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. I think we're kind of over the days of the kid who gets nominated for an award and has no chance of winning. Overall, I liked almost everything about this movie. I believe it's nearly perfect. One of the things I really enjoyed about it is it was a period piece, but it wasn't a period piece in your face. Like, they weren't trying to be over the top in the 1970s. They were just trying to make it seem like a different world than it is today, but they weren't trying to do it in a way that felt stupid. Like, they were trying to make it feel like a real place without feeling like they're just doing a really bad SNL skit. I was talking about this last week with the Transformers Rise of the Beast. Like, that's a movie that desperately wants you to know that it's during the 1990s, that that's where the plot is. The music and everything, the outfits, that movie wants you to look at it and think back to the 1990s and what life was like. I don't think Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret is trying to do that, and I think it's for the better. I don't need movies time traveling me back to other decades in a desperate attempt to feel nostalgic. This movie had a purpose and the purpose was the plot and that's all it was going for. It wanted to be a fun entertaining film about a kid going through something and it's a different kind of coming of age tale. Yes, she's into boys yes, there's some of that but it's through the lens of something that we really haven't seen before. Again it's about a child exploring religion. I mean 
that's not something you see every day, especially during movies. That's not something you see on screen. Maybe in TV that I don't know about, but on movies, I've never seen this kind of exploration of religion in the eyes of a child. I think it's nearly impossible to walk away from this movie and not say that it was super enjoyable. Again, Rachel McAdams is doing some of her career best work. Fortson is a revelation, and Benny Safdie is super fun in this role as the father. It's that rare movie that's escapism, but also thought-provoking at the same time, and in 2023, you don't get a lot of those, so you should see any of them that you can. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I highly recommend you check out the film Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Next week on the podcast, I'm talking about the movie You Hurt My Feelings, starring Julia Louis-Dreyfus and written and directed by Nicole Hall of Center. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe.